So we've seen truly a million celebrities break up. We've talked about a million celebrity breakups. Yeah. And, you know, as we know, they can get really, really messy, especially when all the private drama plays out truly just for the whole world to see. Yeah. And my thing is, even just a little bit of the private drama is going to play out in the public, then make it all the private drama. Like, don't leave anything back. Yeah. Like, we have jobs. My God. So actor, director, green-eyed goddess Olivia Mm -hmm. Wilde and her ex-fiance actor Jason Sudeikis are embroiled in just the most bitter custody battle over their two kids. And it's getting a lot of public attention. Yeah, this kind of stuff really don't like. Um, In a new development, a judge has ruled in favor of one of them. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the battle is far from over and that things could get vicious. Well more vicious than they already are. Yeah, which means this show is going to keep on going. Yeah. All because of Jason and Olivia. Bless them (laughs) for keeping us employed. Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Thursday, August 11th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone, or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So Olivia Wilde and her ex Jason Sudeikis, like we said, have been in a pretty bitter custody battle over their two kids, Otis and Daisy, who are eight and five. And this battle has been going on since last fall. Now, Olivia wants the kids to live with her in Los Angeles and then be with her in London, which is apparently where her lover, Harry Styles, lives. (laughs) Apparently. He's so British. I mean, I don't know. So am I. And I live in L.A. Right. Um, And Jason wants them to live with him in Brooklyn, but a judge just ruled in favor of Olivia. 
Yeah. So Jason first brought the custody case against Olivia in a New York City family court back in October last fall. Um, And he told the court he planned to return to his permanent home in Brooklyn after he was done filming and he wanted the kids with him while he was there. Mm -hmm. And Olivia was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, not going to happen. And in May of this year, she filed a petition to have the case dismissed arguing that the kids haven't lived in New York for several years, which, given the kids' ages, that's essentially their whole life. Yeah, that's true. Also, I think she means Pete Davidson's New York. Mm -hmm. Native New York. Native, yeah. yeah. That's what she did mean. That was like a typo in the court documents. (laughs) Um, Olivia also shared that she plans to move to London at the end of next year, where she'll be living with Harry, which, well, just kind of blowing past that, big step in a relationship. Really? Well, wait a second. Isn't Ted Lasso filmed in London? Yeah, but they're done. They're only doing three seasons. Oh my God, how are you? Not well. Okay. Not well, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Um, But last Friday, Jason's custody petition was dismissed. And the judge said, New York is not the home state of the subject children, but rather California was the children's home state. These statements are so, like, cold. I'd be like, stop calling me a subject. The subject children. God. (laughs) The tiny flesh ones. (laughs) Um, So this ruling comes just a few months after a crazy public moment at CinemaCon back in April. We did an episode about this. Yeah, we did. Oh, man. One of our more wild ones, if you ask me. Nice. Oh, wow. You know what? That was not even on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I wish it was. Um, So just to remind everybody, while Olivia was on stage introducing the trailer to her movie, Don't Worry, Darling, she was served with custody papers in front of 4,000 people. (sighs) Here is a little bit of that moment that was recorded by an audience member. I want you to imagine a life where you have everything you could ever want, ever dream of. Not just the material, tangible things like a beautiful house and perfect weather and gorgeous cars. This is for me right now. (laughs) Very mysterious. I'm going to open it now because it feels like it's time. Is this a script? Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you. Um, But, you know, and gorgeous cars, but also the things that, that really matter, like... True love, perfect partner, real trusted friendships, and a purpose that feels meaningful. Honestly, bless cell phones for existing in this day and age. Well, it's weird because I remember when we did this episode before, I was like, just her composure to like see I that. I know. And roll back into what she was saying. Yes. Truly remarkable. And I feel the same way watching it a second time because I watched it again today. Yeah. But you can see she's a little visibly shaken. Like, she kind of stumbles, and I'm, like, putting myself in her f- shoes. Like, how must that feel? Well, because it's funny, because she has no, obviously has no idea what it is. She even jokes, like, is this a script? Which, right, that's aspirational for me, to just hand somebody a script on stage. I know. The props, because, like, <laughs> like you said, like, putting yourself in her position, like, after getting that news, she was just like, okay, yeah. And what I thought was interesting is what she happened to be talking about in that moment. It just carried a lot more weight talking about your partner who you love. And it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh, man, crazy. So obviously, once that moment happened, it was literally all anyone could talk about, including us. Yeah, still, we can't stop. We can't, we can't about stop. It. Um, and the clip really spread like wildfire. It 
was everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. all the headlines were about this. Yeah. And in her court filing, Olivia claims that Jason did it on purpose as a way to embarrass her. So— I know you love him, so— (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is killing me. She said that Jason's actions were clearly intended to threaten her and catch her off guard Mm -hmm. and claims he chose to serve her in the most aggressive manner possible. She said, the fact that Jason would embarrass me professionally and put our personal conflict on public display in this manner is extremely contrary to our children's best interests. Which is true. Yes, absolutely this is true. If this was indeed how it works. I did some internet researching because I'm trying to understand how does serving someone work? Like in Law and Order, it's just like, oh my God, you pretend to be a pizza delivery person and then you're like, you've been served. But it sounds like they're making it seem like Jason was like, okay, here's where you can serve her publicly at this con. He does need to tell them where. Did he say on stage or did he say there? And they were like, let me do it on stage. Because it's like, she's obviously going to be in a green room at some point. That would be a safe place to serve her. Like, I need to know to what degree does somebody who hires somebody to serve someone get to call the shots? Well, I will say Saying it was the most aggressive manner possible, don't know that I agree with that. Most embarrassing, sure. Most aggressive, I mean, someone could have, like, tackled you (laughs) to the ground and forced them on you. Now that's aggressive. Maybe the most aggressive, non-felonious manner possible. Because then the server is going to get charged with assault. That's fair. So listen, obviously there are two sides to every story, Olivia's (laughs) and Arisha's. And (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But... Jason swears he had no idea that's how the whole thing was Mm going to go down and that she would be served in such a public way. After Olivia submitted her petition in court, Jason did respond with his own filing. Yeah, I think, like, filing petitions is just the way that kids hit back at each other. Like, I'm rubber, you're glue. Because it's like, well, I have to do this through the court. It's so weird. You have to do everything. Like, you have to change your name through the court. That's insane to me. It's like, are we humans or what? So in his filing, Jason says he just wanted to avoid papers being brought over to Olivia at Harry's home in London in front of their two kids, which just feels kind of double whammy. Um, (laughs) He claims he thought Olivia would be served in a benign manner and requested that the service take place at Heathrow Airport. But he says that didn't work out because of logistical issues. (sighs) Maybe because Heathrow Airport is an absolute zoo. Well... It's like you wanted them at Heathrow Airport. That's still very public, and there would have been cameras. For sure there would have been cameras, but also at airports, everyone only pays attention to themselves, does not look around (laughs) at anything going on. They bump into people. They're out of control. Tell that to TMZ. True. Fair point. Um, Jason says that they even tried to serve Olivia at her hotel, and when that failed, the server noticed Olivia at the Warner Brothers panel And decided to give the papers to her there. Now, this just, I don't understand what that means. Like, were they driving past the panel somehow and was like, wait, is that Olivia on stage? This is perfect. Well, they had a telescope, a high-powered telescope pointing directly into the panel. And they were like, they must have borrowed it from Kanye. Yeah, seriously. Um, Jason says that he's <laughs> deeply upset and feels great distress at how it all went down and said, I deeply regret what happened. Olivia's talk was an important event for Olivia, both professionally and personally. And I am very, very sorry that the incident marred her special moment. So sweet. Um, how long do you think he had that typed up? Listen, Ted Lasso would never. Ted Lasso might never, but he's fake. <sighs> 
I will say, to get into something like CinemaCon, though, there's security. You have to pay for stuff like that. You have to have a badge. Like We talked about this before. I know. I don't think that this person created a fake badge in Photoshop and wandered in there. No, obviously he used PicMonkey, just like you. It was a woman. <laughs> yeah, PicMonkey. Um, I mean, look, we're not Jason. We're not yeah. the server he hired. So yeah. we don't know. We truly don't know what happened or what his intentions were. But there has been a lot of speculation that this whole thing at CinemaCon was just his way of getting back at Olivia for moving on so quickly with Harry after their split. I know. Everyone loves to speculate. Well, there's rumors swirling around that the set was interesting for Don't Worry Darling. That, that those two were flirting ahead of time. Like, she's got all that drama with yeah, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Like, uh, Listen, I few people are happy to see their partner move on quickly. I get that. And, well, sure. If I'm being fully, completely objective here, mm-hmm. maybe there was a little bit of hurt motivating his actions. But I just can't believe he'd be this vicious. And I won't believe it. Will you acknowledge the fact that you don't know him? Of course. <laughs> but I do. A little history on the end of their relationship. Olivia and Jason, they were together from November 2011 until November of 2020. So nine years. They were engaged for seven of those years. And it was only months after they split when the rumors Brooke just mentioned started circulating that Olivia was dating Harry, who she met on the film, Don't Worry Darling, in 2020, in the fall of 2020. Um, And Olivia and Harry were confirmed as a couple when they were seen holding hands. It's all about that hand stuff. It's always hands. (laughs) They were holding hands at a wedding for Harry's manager back in January of 2021. And a source told Us Weekly, Harry was not the reason for Jason and Olivia's split. You know, I saw them together when we were doing valet for a party. They were at the party, Olivia and Jason. Oh, I thought you meant Harry and Olivia. And I was like, wait, you've been valeting secretly? What? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Can't get away from your roots. All right. So (laughs) let's get into the nitty gritty here. Okay. Let's see how our friendship holds. It's not looking good. Holds up during this. I know like you... Like I said, you love this guy. I love Jason Sudeikis (laughs) so much. Do you think, and I'm assuming no, that he intended for it to be this public? I really don't think so. I don't know. It's hard. Because you know what? I've been in a place of being very vindictive to an ex. And if I were (laughs) on this platform, maybe in a moment of weakness, I might want to do something like this. Younger me. Mm -hmm. Like long ago me. Mm -hmm. But I just... I know, obviously, Ted Lasso isn't real. I don't appreciate you saying that, Brooke. Okay, well. But some of the stories out there about Jason, like, I don't know if you saw, he wrote a note to an interviewer, like somebody who had interviewed him, whose dad had passed. And he wrote this, like, really sweet note that the guy released. And he was like, Uh he's like a real-life Ted Lasso. And it's just, yes, I know it's one example, but he doesn't seem like he'd be this shitty of a person. Well, I've told you this, and now I'm going to tell the listeners. Oh, my God. My, (laughs) just my gut instinct is that Jason Sudeikis, there's something dark inside of him. Everyone has darkness, though. Well, and listen, you know that my mind always goes back to that DM I got. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. So I got a DM from someone, and I won't repeat exactly what they said, but basically they were like, Jason Sudeikis has been doing some, let's say, questionable things. They're 100% cutting this. 
No, I mean, look, it's a rumor, of course. Like, we didn't see it. That's, you know, you never know. But, like, that's always in the back of my mind. And just, I've always wondered about him and just something about him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to say you didn't intend for it to be so public, but then say your original plan was Heathrow Airport. Mm-hmm. That doesn't line up for What me. if it's Heathrow Airport, like, when she pulls up and she doesn't get out of the car just yet? They don't even know she's there. It doesn't matter. You're a celebrity. You're dating a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If this happens in any type of public place, it's going to be news. Mm -hmm. And he knows that. Yeah. Well, (sighs) no further questions, Your Honor. From Wondery, (laughs) I'm Brooke Sifrin. (laughs) And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.